Hello everybody, welcome to episode 29 of the Boys in the Basement podcast, coming to you from the subterranean Wonderworld in the middle of Hampshire. What an amazing show we've got lined up for you today. You've got myself, Mr. Parton, here to amuse, entertain and hopefully you'll like me by the end of it. I've got with me my little friend, my little amigo, my little Oompa Loompa running around tugging at my chocolate factory. It is Mr. Swan. <laughs> Hello Liam, that was horrendous. What was horrendous? <laughs> I didn't like that at all. I'm not tugging at your anything. Oh, <laughs> bless you. How are you Mr. Swan? Yeah, I'm really well actually. It's good to be back. I've missed it. I've yes. missed you as well, kind of. Yeah, emphasise that I've missed it as yeah. though someone's been disorganised yet again. We'll come to that later on. We've also got a very special guest lined up for you today. He was going to come down here with fanfare, with enthusiasm, with a spark in his eye and a dynamic way about him. But he actually, he's turned up, slumped lifeless on the sofa. It is Noble Jeff. Hello, Liam. How are you? <laughs> I'm very good, Noble Jeff. How are you? Uh, I'm fine, thank you. Good, Noble <laughs> Jeff. And finally, we've also got the audible landlady in the room. She's um, holding a piece of paper. I'm not entirely sure what's on the bit of paper, but... Well, it's going to be a surprise for you and a surprise for me. So in the same boat, which is nice. If you're going to be in a boat with anyone, you'd want it to be with me. Hmm. What? No, carry on. No, right. Well, all right, then. I know what's on your minds. We're a bit late recording this episode yet again. Yeah, bit, bit late, yeah. Yeah, bit there's late. been a number of reasons. Should we apologise? Get the reasons yeah, out of the I, way? Well, well, I'm very sorry for any part I've played. Yeah, Mr. Swan went to Blackpool. He then I went did. to a wedding. Yes. He was then... He had Ebola. And then he went yes. to a barbecue. So it's actually all his fault, and we apologise well, for hang, well, What? Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. It's all my fault. Okay, well, what part have I played in the delay? Well, I mean, you, you've been busy yourself the last few weeks, haven't you, Liam? Name four things Would you things like to I've tell done. the list? Well, I'm not that involved in your life that I'd know four things you've been doing. I can <laughs> only speculate. But would okay, you like to speculate that I've been doing? Something involving women. Mm. A particular woman in particular. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You can't be slanderous anymore. No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not involved saying... with a significant a n other. Yeah, which is quite nice for me. And I like it. I think it's great. Like it. It's a her. I know. <laughs> I mean, when I say it, I mean your relationship. Apologise to Lady Battersea. I am very sorry, Lady Battersea. Never referred to her as certainly an it. not an it. No, she's she's the good part of me. She is. She's she's changed you. In what way? She, well, actually, she needs to work on your dress sense though, because you've come <sighs> down today. Wearing the most horrendous top <laughs> I think I've ever seen you What's, wearing. All right, describe the top to the listeners. Give them a fair chance to judge <laughs> me. I really don't know how to describe it, to be honest. It's, it's very floral. Mm. It's kind of an Eastern influence, but mm. all at the same time, it reminds me of like a poncho type. But it's like a sort of poncho with sleeves, though, isn't it? With like proper saggy sleeves. It's like, look, you look like a, a gay Asian wizard. A gay Asian wizard. And there's a brilliant band name for yeah. you all to enjoy. Now, we have got a good show lined up. It has been a bit of a delay, and we do genuinely apologise. But what that means, every time we do a show, it's got the feel of sort of like we're doing a Christmas special. Yeah, it's, yeah every show we apologise now. Yeah, well, standard. Yeah, I suppose. It's just yeah. the story of my life. <laughs> and uh, we have got Noble Jeff in. I Noble Jeff, like we said, he was going to come in and uh, be part of a feature, but... Um, well, he he can't even sit in the usual guest chair, and we've actually had to reposition yeah. microphones so that Jeff can lie slumped <laughs> on oh. the subterranean sofa. Jeff, talk us through why you're a bit low voltage today. <laughs> well, I went to a um, a social gathering last night, and uh, someone must have repeatedly spiked my Red Bull with that special water that I sometimes drink. Vodka. And vodka, <laughs> yes. So um, I'm not feeling my best today. Okay, if but I'm honest. But the show must go on. <laughs> oh yes, yes. So he did. He could have just not turned up, but he's turned up and he is literally slumped. So um, if you hear any gurgling, hear any odd noises, it's not the heating. It's because Mr. North wouldn't let us have that on anyway. It's actually just Jeff trying to communicate with us. Is that a fair point? I think it's very fair. And we've had a busy few weeks. Well, we've we? had a very busy few weeks. Should we get stuck in? Well, I think we should look at the wider picture. Since we've been off air last, a lot of things have happened in the world because yeah, we were off air. That's true, actually. There was yeah. riots in London because yes. we were late with the show. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, very White true. House died. 
Yeah, she's that gone. That happened because we were late with the show. Yeah. It's sometimes easy to underestimate the impact we have culturally and that space we occupy. But I think it's nice, though. It's a nice reminder of how much we mean to people. Well, that why now actually sacrificed herself because yeah, for the, the, show the good, for the greater good of others to draw attention to the fact that we haven't been back. And look, we're here, aren't we? So it's we're here. Good. Yeah, we're here, and um, I think we're going to be on quite a good keel now. We're going to have a good, consistent few weeks. Yeah, because we have. It's been a busy summer. There's been weddings and. Ebola and things like that, like you said. Yeah. But now that's all out the way. The wedding season's over and it's just we're heading towards Christmas again. I think we can probably get back down to it. Yeah, although I am going on holiday next week. Yes, of course you are. Morocco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I've never ever gone on holidays. That's Everyone's true. very excited about yeah, the thought he, of me. He's going off on to Morocco. The mind boggles. I dread to think what clothing you're going to come back with. Yeah, well, um, Lady Battersea is concerned. Actually, yeah, yeah, the audible landlady is just pointing at what he's wearing now. It's like yeah. he's already Where been. Where do you go from here? <laughs> no, she, Lady Battersea is concerned. She's the one I'm going with. She's encouraged me to go on holiday. I think that's and, very good. Um, I think my I want to buy a fez. I want to go to Marrakesh. Oh. I want to barter. I want to get the full robes. I want to get rugs, tagines. I want to really embrace the culture. <laughs> tagines. Uh, I think, what? What are you doing? Oh, I just forgot about that word. Do you want a tagine? Uh, no, yeah, please, if you could pick me up one. Yeah. I'll are you going to take your video camera with you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're going to get some good footage. That's good, because I'm off to Jersey in a couple of weeks to visit Mr. North. Who? Mr. North. You remember Mr. North, that uh... horrible delinquent who used to hang around down here. Oh, the old presenter. That's the, the one, the yeah. Nazi. The, na- the Nazi. Ah, the Nazi. Yeah, that's Who could it, yeah. forget that warm, yeah. lovable Nazi? Well, I'm off to see him in Jersey, and I'm taking my video camera as well, so okay. I think we're, gonna, we're covering quite a lot of the world, actually. Yeah, we're we? getting quite international. Jersey and Morocco. You going anywhere, Jeff? No. <laughs> not in his current state. I'm not moving anywhere, ever. <laughs> Jeff will not be becoming the new Michael Palin of our generation, <laughs> unless Liam. it's Russia. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Liam, where is Morocco? <laughs> Where is Morocco? Yeah, my geography is terrible. Uh, have you ever heard of Africa? Yes. Yeah, it's on the top of Africa, right oh, at the right. very top, opposite sort of Spain. There's okay. a little bit of water, I believe they call it the Mediterranean. Oh, you right. jump over that, you're on Morocco. Oh, marvellous. I'm so, impressed you knew that, Liam. If I'm being honest, I didn't. Actually, like I said, the holiday <laughs> he's reading it off a card. Actually, <laughs> I should have looked on the massive we have map got that's a right map, next to me. So we can actually, you can see it there, can you, Morocco? Yeah, there it yeah, is. This is great for the listeners, play along at home. Yeah, if you've got we a are map, pointing to it. Look at it, find Morocco and it's like you're here with us now. <laughs> uh, yeah, Boys in the Basement, we're back. www.boysinthebasementpodcast.com We're going to be updating the website soon because I've got some exciting things coming up. And uh, we've got some great music coming up this show. We have music from... Phoebe Catus. We've got music from Letters to Daisy. And we also have the very first song of the show coming up now. And it's a bit of a request from a listener. A listener got in touch and said, Why the hell can't you play something a bit retro? Well, of course, when people say retro, there's only one woman that you reach for. And her name is Little Miss Higgins. So to start off the show, we've got a bit of the old sound of Little Miss Higgins with her song, Beautiful Sun. So enjoy this. We'll be back afterwards when we are going to be looking at some listeners' letters. It's been dark for some time now Lots of stars shining bright now Northern lights dancing all night But the season is changing Daylight's rearranging And the sun, it feels so nice
Sun there by Little Miss Higgins and that was for our listener James there you go James there was someone retro to put in your pipe and smoke on and if you want to find out more about Little Miss Higgins it is what's the website Mr Swan www.littlemisshiggins.com yeah it's good to have a nice consistent like easy to find her on the web really very easy yeah yeah very good indeed and that was our first song of the show and last show episode 28 which was a long long time ago <laughs> I can still remember that we uh, we played a song by Hip Shaking Mummer and the Leg Men and do you remember what it was called, Mr. Swan? Well, I do, but I can't say it. Yeah, it had a rude word in it. It, it was did. called something blues. Yeah, it was like um, pleasuring yeah. blues, kind of, wasn't it? 
Go on. Mail pleasuring. Mail yeah. pleasuring. Yeah. Or uh, BMW drivers. Rhymes with banker blues. Rock. Yeah, Jeff's got it <laughs> yeah. there. That's why he's Hit there. Hit the nail on the head there, Jeff. That's it. Well done. We, <laughs> Jeff is still with us. We have just had to tell him to stop breathing heavily because <laughs> yeah. it sounded like some dirty mouth breathing on the phone, which uh, sort of thing Mr. North would do, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, I did actually think it was him coming through the headphones. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how has he managed this? He'd accidentally run that hairdresser by mistake or... <laughs> <laughs> You know, we won't talk about that. That's all in his past. But yeah, we had a letter about that song. And um, you may well think it might have been a letter of complaint, but it wasn't. It was a letter from someone called Jonathan. Okay. And Jonathan asked, was that song written about Mr. Parton? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. That was my reaction. I thought this, that Who woman... would write a song about you? Well, exactly. As she lives in Canada, there's no way she's ever met me. But no. I thought, okay, why is this? So I took a look at the lyrics. Okay, yeah, right. And I actually went through the song and Can... I wrote down the lyrics. Can we say this? Say what? Well, because there's bad words we'll in there. Well, skip out there? the bad words. Okay, we'll get right. the gist. So, see if you think that the, the lyrics from the Hip Shaking Mummer and the Legmen song, does this make you think of me? I know a guy who's dreaming. You know the kind of guy. He's always telling stories and all kinds of lies. Yes? Yes. Hmm. He loves to stretch the subject, an authority on everything. He yes. worships his own shadow, wears <laughs> a crown because he's king. Absolutely. Yes. Ah, okay. Uncanny, I think. Sits down in the basement on a box <laughs> as a throne... He's got the cellar dwelling and no one's telling. Right, this is getting a bit freaky now. Yeah, because that's what I thought. I thought this is nonsense. And I really listened to it and thought, oh God. He gets up in the morning, so surprised to see that handsome young fella smiling back at him with glee. Now, you normally don't get up to the afternoon. Ah, There you go. (laughs) And I wouldn't be surprised to see my reflection looking back at me or handsome because I'm ready for it. So, so far, do we feel this could yeah, be made, written I, I about think, me? Yeah, I think kindred spirits. Yeah. And then the end of the song is just a series of phrases that I don't understand. Um, pluck your twanger, gherkin jerkin, Johnny in the jiffy, sitting on the <laughs> biffy, pistol working, donkey spanking, midget mangling, dodo whacking, Harvey's hacking. We Obviously, that could be dedicated to Vicky Harvey. Uh, <laughs> Jack hammer scuffle, five knuckle shuffle. I don't understand what all those phrases mean. Totally lost on me. It just, they just That's how the song then plays out. So do you think that song could be about me i think it could be uh, yeah if i'm honest but quite how and why i do mm. not know how they've never they've never met you have they no she lives in canada but that's bad though liam isn't it because that means that your image like that has spread all the way across to america people have that opinion canada's of you, not america no very true you but get it, into trouble for that sort of thing okay i apologize to any canadian You're such listeners. a racist i know they're very i've taken over from mr north <laughs> i know there's i know they're a very proud nation but you know what i mean yeah. It's gone across the Atlantic. Because Canadians are confused, aren't they? Because they're a bit English, a bit American, a bit French. Well, now who's the racist? You're saying they're <laughs> mongrels. Well, they don't really know. I always get a sense of don't we really don't know what they're supposed to view. be. We don't endorse that view. Noble Jess been drinking. He doesn't mean you're <laughs> mongrels at all. No, we <laughs> like, we're going we're gonna to go to Canada. Yeah, we love Canadians. But, I like uh, Due South is one of my favourite programmes. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think you have repaired any damage I did. But Hip Shaking Mama, I don't know if that's her real name, if you are listening to the show... Did you write that song about me? Let me know. Liam at boysinthebasementpodcast.com. Yeah, please do let us know. And if you're Canadian, you feel offended by any of the issues involved in the show, <laughs> dig out your Ducell box set and it's all going to be right as rain. I've got all three series. Mr. Swan will lend it to no, people. And they will be available for, for hire at a fee. Uh, good man. What would you call your film rental company? Oh, I don't know. Um, oh, you've put me on it now. I don't know. I can't mm. come up with anything. Suggestions? Email me, please. <laughs> yeah, email Mike at boysinthebasementpodcast.com. <laughs> oh, God. We're getting so bleeding pro these days. Oh, no. well, yeah, oh, yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> Were you not here for the last 10 seconds of that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I say um, no, mate. Uh, Start no. thinking about boobs. You know what it's like. It's my safe place. Anyway. Right. Yes. Moving on. We've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, here. we've been out of the basement. We have. Together. Miss, Mr. North came back as well to join us on this jolly. Yeah, but it and was a good day despite that. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was a good laugh, wasn't it? It was. It was something that he sort of organised, wasn't it? Yes. 
Well, he didn't actually organise what we went to, but he no, organised no. us going to it. Yeah, should we actually tell them what we're yeah, talking about? Yeah, we'll stop talking in Riddle. Yes, we went to a local music festival, didn't we, Liam? Yeah, well, you say local. Well, it was a two-hour drive away. <laughs> local if you live in Royal Tunbridge Wells. Mm, yeah, so any of our Tunbridge Wells listeners. Which, of course, Mr North's girlfriend. Ah, yes, the lovely Miss Rig. That's the link. That's, that's how the we, link. That's how we knew all about it. Mm. So, yeah, it was a local three-day music festival called Local Live. I thought it was Local and Live. Okay, local and live. Yep. <laughs> Apologies. Paul yep. Dunton. Paul Dunton organised it. Yeah. Um, who would you compare him to around here? Um, our very own festival organiser. Yeah, a Benjamin little bit. Benjamin Airy. Yeah, a little bit like Ben Airy. Who coincidentally had a festival on the same weekend. He did, yes. Yeah. we went to on the other day. You did. It was a busy weekend. It was indeed. Both brilliant festivals. But local and live was dead good. Yeah, we, we liked it. <laughs> Why did you like it most? And I know, I know the real answer, so let's see if you give the real answer. I enjoyed the... Atmosphere, the ambience, right, absolute rubbish. The professionalism, I enjoyed that ice cream shop where I asked them to give me extra scoops. Yeah, that was embarrassing. No, they liked me in that shop. Of course well, they did. You spent a fortune on ice cream. Yeah, I said because the, the menu only went up to three scoops, and yeah. I said, "Have you ever done four scoops?" And she looked at me and shook her head. I said, "I want four. And then you had cake as well. Yeah, I ordered that lovely blueberry and lemon drizzle cake. Yeah, it was indeed yes. recurring theme in my life. But again, we're veering off the point here. Yeah, but I just enjoyed the ambience and the Not- views. Yeah, yes, Noble Jeff has hit upon it, even though he wasn't there. That's how noble he is. He's got second sense about this sort of thing. Sixth sense, even, maybe. <laughs> second sense. <laughs> <laughs> the rest have been eroded down to vodka. Um, he had nothing to do with the beautiful women that were all there, Liam. Ah, I barely noticed, mate. There were an awful lot of attractive ladies there, weren't yeah, there? Yeah, and a lot of them were performers. I thought, yeah, oh, they, she's yeah, lovely. they were very talented And then she'd musicians. be playing, and I was like, she's getting an interview. Yeah, So I yeah. spent my whole day sort of scuttling around backstage trying to interview women. But it was very nice, wasn't it? There was excellent... Oh, lovely. Some good... I meant the bands. There was yeah. some really good acts on. Uh, we got to see Mr North wearing a stupid hat. Yeah, he looked like Harold Bishop. He did look like Harold Bishop. Go to the uh, Facebook fan page if you want to check out the picture of Mr North wearing his Harold Bishop pop-up, pop-up hat. <laughs> pop-up hat. Pop-up hat is well worth a visit. Yeah. Um, and then he got mugged, didn't he? A small child of about three took oh, yeah. it off him <laughs> and just right. walked off of it and he looked utterly aghast. That's it, yeah. Bless him. Yeah. We had a little moment there, didn't we? Anyway, yeah. Phoebe Catis. Should we talk about Phoebe Catis? We can talk about Phoebe Catis if you like, mate. What do you want to talk about Phoebe Catis for? Phoebe Catis performed that local and live, didn't she? Mm. And she was uh, one of the uh, aforementioned attractive ladies, very talented musicians. And we grabbed a little chat with her. What should I say? You grabbed a little chat with her. Yes. And didn't she uh, give you a little message for us? She did give us a little message. And the interview, because we actually filmed the interview, didn't we? We did, yeah. And that's going to be available on our Facebook fan page soon? It will be, yeah, very shortly. Because you don't think I was very professional with that interview, do you? Well, I should just say that um, Mr North and Liam went off backstage to conduct the interview. I (laughs) stayed with the seats because, you know, someone has to. And when they came back, they were like, oh, it was brilliant, fantastic interview, yeah, really in-depth. And when I watched it back, I have to say, I don't know where it actually started, to be honest. It just seemed that you were flirting the entire time and, like, putting your arm around her all the time. But that's slanderous, because I've got a significant A and other. Oh, yeah, I'm now. not saying there was anything and behind actually, it. I was just putting her at ease. Okay. People don't compare me to Michael Parkinson for no reason. Who has ever compared you to Michael Parkinson? Phoebe Catis. Really? No. No. But she probably <laughs> was thinking that was a professional interview conducted with grace and dignity and certainly a massive dose of professionalism. Well, I think that we'll just let people judge it for themselves yeah. when I put it on the Facebook page and people can email us perhaps to let us know what they think. Yeah, so that's facebook.com slash boys in the basement UK and you can judge for yourself if I was flirty or professional. I vote professional, Mr. Swan votes flirty. Is that where we're at? Is that our position? Absolutely. Lovely though. But uh, we're actually going to play one of our songs now and because we are professional broadcast types, I actually got her to record a little intro into her song. 
Because that's good, isn't it? Very good, yeah, I was impressed. So here is Phoebe Cates introducing her own song. Hi, it's Phoebe Cates here. Uh, you're about to listen to Smokescreen, one of my songs, and uh, met these lovely boys at the Local Alive Tunbridge Wells Festival. They're from Boys... Uh, <laughs> in the basement. Boys in the basement. Yeah, check them out. Music. Oh, no, that's their chat tagline. <laughs> boys, boys in the basement podcast.com. Yeah. So that was a good intro to the song, wasn't it? But we're not even going to play that song because there's another one I like more. So this is actually <laughs> Phoebe Catis with the song Life of a Lover. Enjoy this, and we're going to be back. And we're going to have a little chat with Jeff to get to the root of some of his problems. Treated her And there he 
That is the sound of Life of a Lover there from Phoebe Catus. And if you liked that, and you probably did, you can find out more about her at Phoebe... No, you can find out more about her at myspace.com slash Phoebe Rose K. And um, yeah, drop her a line, say you heard her here first. You can see the interview on the Facebook page as well of ours, which is Boys in the Basement UK. And speaking of messages on Facebook, I've had a little one for you, Mr. Swan. Really? Yes, from one of our super fans, Andy Cantillion. Ah, yes, yeah. Silly name, it's hard to pronounce, I think we get it right. (laughs) And he has said to us, just listen to episode 28 and the bit where you were talking about the gay hotel, Mr. Swan said, there was a slight cock up there and no one noticed. I thought it was hilarious. Also, I've just passed my own Bitbuck birthday as I've now been listening a year and still loving it. Well, happy birthday. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you very uh, much. One of the few. Uh, Mr. Swan, <laughs> what Andy's alluding to there is your big gay holiday you went on a yes. few weeks back. Yes. Uh, last show we talked about the preparation. Yes. Um, talk us through what happened. Well, as, as you remember, I was slightly apprehensive um, about this holiday. I'd Why was that? Well, I'd left uh, the booking of the hotel to the, the mute landlord. I, I gather he phoned up. That's not very good for someone who's mute. No wonder there was a cock up in one place or another. But uh, it actually turned out to be worse than I'd ever imagined, to the, be honest. The gay hotel that you ended up in? Yes. It, it was like something out of a 1980s sitcom, to be honest. We turned up there and there were these two very big butch uh, homosexual gentlemen hmm. who oh. were very touchy-feely, very keen to sort of do anything for us, really. They offered us all sorts of services. Um, upon getting to the room, it was the most horrendous room I've ever been in. There were holes in the walls. The ceiling was I believe they down. call them glory holes, don't they? No, I don't think it was an intentional glory oh, okay. hole. If it was, it was very rudimentary. But oh. <laughs> um, And the ceiling had come down in the bathroom. Who'd come down in the bathroom? The, oh. the ceiling had come down in the bathroom. And there was also stains on the beds, complemented with plastic sheets on the beds. Ooh. Quite what they're used for, I'm not aware. Mm. None of us knew. But um, Didn't you find a drug dealer in your bed one day? We, so? uh, we, we did have a drug, a drug dealer broke into our room while we were in the room right. and tried to go through our stuff. He was high as a kite. And uh, he was uh, swear. Thankfully, we had Gypsy Jim with us. Ah. He's quite use- he's quite useful at warding off sort of people like that. He did he's- warding off what you wore around your neck, like a ring of garlic. <laughs> well, he just sort of pushed him to the front, and he managed to scare. Yeah, he's him sort off. of like the middle ground between sort of criminals and yeah. He bridges that. People like he bridges us. that gap nicely. Hmm, yeah, was he yeah. the translator? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it was just uh, they talked in tongues. <laughs> I didn't really understand much of it, but he left. Um, yeah, he came in and produced a big bag of drugs, which was rather concerning. Um, we reported it to the hotel owners, and they didn't seem that bothered, to be honest. The mute landlord went down and created havoc in sign language, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> it probably lacked impact, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was it was awful, to be honest. The breakfast was below par, um, arranged in a suggestive manner as well. Some mornings, also, unfortunately, one the first night we went out. Um, I had rather a bit too much to drink, trying to emulate Noble Jeff hmm, we'll in many ways. So I had to spend the whole of the second day in bed. Um, the other three boys went out for the day, and there was a knock at the door sort of around lunchtime, and I thought, oh, well, one of them's just forgotten the key or something. So I crawled over to the door in my beleaguered state, just in my boxer shorts, um, opened the door, and it was the very sort of 20-stone chef, who was extremely camp, um, who, who basically asked if I needed anything or if I needed any sort of attention, and it was quite scary. <laughs> Yeah. What uh, was your What was your response? I said, "I'm all right, thanks. I just need to. I just need to get my head down." <laughs> and then, and he, he took that the wrong way entirely. <laughs> oh, well, they do. So no, <laughs> I just said, I just said I need some sleep, and he said, "Oh, he said, okay, no problem." He said, "If you just need anything, give me a tinkle." He said, "I don't mind popping up for my boys." Well, what he said, and I found that most disturbing, to be honest. Oh. There's nothing wrong with it whatsoever. Good luck to the fellas, but it's not my bag to be honest, uh, and I don't want to be drawn into it. So um, now that this is your new feature, sort of hotel reviews, uh, yeah, how, yeah. How, how would you give it out of five stars, the uh, peerless hotel? I'd probably record? give it two at a push, because yeah. it was very cheap. Oh, okay, well... Very cheap, so. and, and fairly central. 
Unfortunately, what would you want? Yeah, yeah. Sour like yeah. motels or sour like They, they were very helpful as well. I must say, the owners were very helpful in suggesting all the local gay places. Ah, they had no relevance to us whatsoever, but if you were of that persuasion, invaluable. Okay, so yeah. you made it back in one piece. Just intact, about, just about, yeah. And that's good. Uh, but you touched on how you got a little bit drunk there. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, uh, yeah. And there's another man in the room who's a little bit drunk today. Let's yes. not forget. I'm not drunk now. <laughs> He's sobering <laughs> up all the time. He's going to finish us over song and dance. But no, Noble Jeff has come on the show today to launch a brand new feature that me and him have got. It's a brand new charity feature to help rebuild our reputations after I obviously uh, skipped the bike ride and obviously Jeff just kept getting drunk. Unfortunately, Jeff has turned out not well. So um, He's not a great advocate for the uh, not getting no, drunk, is he? <laughs> you, you know, it's all right. We've got to start somewhere. So what we've prepared for him is a small quiz. And we've got the audible landlady on hand. Is, uh, what sort of role have you got here? Like the Carol Vorderman quiz, quiz master role? <laughs> yeah, the maths role. The maths role. Yeah. So what's the quiz about? Uh, the title of the quiz is Do You Need to Stop Drinking Alcohol? Ah, okay. <laughs> Very hard-hitting and straight to the point, basically. Okay. No is the answer. Oh, well, let's see what the quiz We'll see that what the it. quiz says. Okay, so Mr. Swan has got some questions he's going to ask you, Jeff, and you must answer honestly. Okay. Yeah, that's the first thing it says at the top. It says, be honest, Jeff. I'm okay. always It's for honest. your own good, mate. Question one. Question one. You are at home and it's around dinner time. You feel tempted to drink, but you do not have any alcohol. Do you? A. Eat dinner and resist going out for a few drinks. B. Eat dinner and then perhaps go out later for a few drinks. C. Immediately go out to the liquor store and buy some alcohol to bring back home for dinner. Immediately go out for a few drinks and get something to eat at a local bar or restaurant. Or skip dinner altogether and go out drinking. Well, I've never been tempted to drink whilst eating. I've just never done it. But you I just have... don't bother eating. No. <laughs> just drink, drink, drink. I, I suppose I'd have to go for B. So eat dinner and then perhaps go out later for a few drinks. Yes, if I really fancied a drink, yeah. Okay. Right, question two. You're out shopping and you notice that your favourite alcoholic beverage is on sale. <laughs> Assuming you have the money, do you... A. Notice the sale but feel no desire at all to buy alcohol. B. Notice the sale, and although you are tempted, you resist the temptation to buy alcohol just because it's on sale. C, you buy a small quantity to save a little money. D, you buy a medium quantity so you can save a fair bit of money, but also have a little extra at home. Or E, you buy an extra large quantity so you can save a lot of money and also have a large supply at home. Well, funny you should mention that question. Uh, well. <laughs> um, on the way to my social gathering last night, I popped into my local shop. And ended up purchasing a larger quantity of alcohol because it was on sale. So really? I'd have to go for E. So you're going for E, the large quantity? Yes. Okay. Because I ended up buying a larger bottle of Okay, alcohol. well, that's fair enough. That's, it happens. It happens. Right, question three. You're out with friends, you've had a couple of drinks, and you're thinking about leaving so you can drive safely. Your friends want you to stay and continue drinking. Do you, A, avoid the situation in the first place by not drinking alcohol before driving at all, B, tell them you've had enough, thanks anyway, and then leave. C, stay longer, but only have non-alcoholic drinks. D, tell them that you'll stay for just another couple of drinks, but then you need to go. Or E, stay as long as any of them, knowing that you can out-drink them and still get home safely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've never drunk driven, but, well, I'd just carry on drinking and then leave the car wherever I was. And get home another Well, way. so we're going to have to go for E, really, aren't we? <laughs> Let's be honest, because you're drinking more. I'd get a taxi home. Okay, so Noble Jeff doesn't advocate drink driving, but he does advocate more drinking. <laughs> I, think we, I think it's fair to say that from what you just said. 
So uh, are you getting all this audible, landlady? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, excellent. She's keeping the score here. Good. Got, She's got, got a, w- a worried look on her face. So I think <laughs> she might be dialing 999. Cal- calculate who is at that high. <laughs> I can't help. I don't like the air of judgment. I, I, <laughs> I don't like the air of judgment that's in the room. Well, you've no, still got you've still got two more questions are, to to write your your. You wrongs. are amongst friends, Jeffrey. Of course you are. Yeah, <laughs> this I told you this is for your own good. You. Yeah. See, I'm just the opposite to you, Mister Parton. We just balance out life. Yin and yang. Yin and yang. It's true. Question four. <laughs> this is quite relevant. You have a splitting headache after drinking too much last night. <laughs> Since your body is having withdrawal symptoms, do you a Avoid getting a headache in the first place by only having one or two drinks the night before or not drinking at all. B. Learn from your mistake and vow never to drink again to the point that you have a headache the following day. C. Take the day off from drinking, take some aspirin and go back to bed. D. Take aspirin to help you feel better as soon as possible because you'd likely be drinking again later tonight. Or E. Try to bite back what bit you by drinking alcohol and seeing if the headache goes away. I should just I should just say, yeah, just please do, say before, before Noble Jeff answers this question, he will have to pause to take a sip from the can of cider that he's drinking at the moment. Yes. I think we all know the answer to that one. <laughs> Is that another thing? So e? You're going for E, <laughs> no, aren't you? No. Try to bite back what bit you. Okay, yeah. Fair enough. Right, and the final question. Oh, this is a bit unlikely. You haven't drunk alcohol in a week. <laughs> Your friends are having a party. Non-applicable. And, you, and you're invited. You decide to go, but do you, A, avoid drinking any alcohol because you've noticed how much better you feel and how much better you look when you're sober? B, have just a couple of drinks and then stop because you're enjoying being in control of your life. Should we just say E now? C, <laughs> C, C drink a little more than you should, but resist the urge to get totally drunk. D, drink too much and feel guilty afterwards. Likely. E, drink as much as you can to make up for the days you've missed. Well, as I stumbled into my flat at gone five o'clock this morning with a four pint of semi-skimmed milk and a traffic road sign, it's, it's going to have to be E again, isn't it? If you have lost a traffic road sign, <laughs> uh, please email us at liamaboysinthebasementpodcast.com and we know the whereabouts. Right, so that is the five questions of alcoholism that we've just put to Noble Jeff. So now it's time for the scores from the Audible Landlady. Uh, eight. Which is 24 points or less. <laughs> Shall I give you my diagnosis? Yes, oh. I think you should diagnose him. <laughs> Put him out his misery. <laughs> okay. Alcohol has caused untold heartache in your life. Up to this point, you knew that you wanted to stop drinking or drink very little, but you never felt that you've had it in you to change. You have a general sense of being sick and tired of the lifestyle that you've been leading. You need to immediately quit drinking alcohol in order to get your life back. What a bunch of rubbish. <laughs> 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 How do you feel about that assessment, Noble Jeff? I think it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the first step to solving the problem is admitting you've got one. Total denial. A worse Jeff further battles his demons. We're going to play the final song of the show and see what happens. We'll, we'll try and talk him down. We'll try to retop his strongbow or something like that. <laughs> uh, the last song of the show we're going to play is from a band called Letters to Daisy, who, Mr. Swan, this is one of your favourite bands I, ever. I love Letters to Daisy, yeah, I really do. Because they used to be called... Nightlight. And then they changed their name. They did. To us to Daisy. And we promised you last show they would be coming on this show. You did, yeah. Now I'm what... hoping they're going to sort of jump out of somewhere any minute. Yeah, well, what I've realised is I should plan things before I promise them. Yeah, I think you should engage your mind yeah. before your mouth. Because they are coming on the show. The Good. communication channels are open and they will be coming on the show. Good. We don't think it's next show because we've got to do it oddly because I'm going to Morocco to eat some lamb. And uh, we think it might be in a few weeks' time, but they are coming on the show. So because they're not actually here as we promised and because the lead singer is talented. Very. Very. We are going to play you one of their songs called... 
you came along and it's quite lovely and I'd like to dedicate it to Mr. Swan. <laughs> so enjoy this. We're going to be back for the news and then the end of the show. there with the song you came along isn't that nice song beautiful yes um it's a lovely song really really nice but why did you dedicate it to me because i was going to dedicate it to lady battersea but i thought i might be a bit soppy 
Oh, well, and it's perfectly right because you're dedicated to me. Yeah, you know what? Well, I'm glad I've had we, such an effect on your life. Well, we've got to do back some of the damage we've done to the yeah, gay community, that's, actually. Whoa, whoa, hang on a minute. What? What, what damage? You slated one of their finest hotels. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I just told them my personal opinion. I said it's mm. no, nothing wrong with it. Right. Not for me, though. But that was good. And Let's Daisy, do you know this? About a fortnight ago, they played in the Square Brewery. You're joking. How did we miss that? How did we miss that? That's we follow a, them on Twitter and everything. That's like opposite our house. We've got to be more on it. We've got to be more focused. Okay. We, sometimes I like go places where there's no signal on my phone and I miss a lot of things. Mm. So we got you got to be on it. Oh, okay, right. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know that now yeah. <laughs> during the recording of the you show. You have got to not let me down. <laughs> all right? We've got to be a focused unit. <laughs> look at Jeff. Look at the focus on that boy. He's recently just attributed his uh, descent into like alcoholism uh, to the fact that his charity bike ride got cancelled. That's how much he believes in charity. His own yeah. life has crumbled because they wouldn't let him ride a bike to charity. Oh, whose phone is that This That's yours. On? Whose phone's ringing? It's Paul Anker. No one else would have Paul Anker <laughs> D- Diana on there. I'm so young <laughs> and you're so old. This, my darling, I've been told. I don't care just what they say. See, no one knows I'm covering my ringtone. They just think I'm singing. You see, it's stopped now. Stop now, yeah, wonderful. So yeah, that was just me in an impromptu version of Diana by Paul Anker. I actually love that song. Other anchors and other names are available. <laughs> right, after that little uh, musical interlude there, so you wouldn't let me do an Australian accent, but you'd let me sing a song. So benevolent, so kind, really bring out the good. It's time for... The News! This is the news. 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 It's the news! <laughs> right, here we are. I've trawled through the internet with my fishing net of excitement and I've found four headlines. I don't know why. I always try and get three and I end up bringing four. I literally don't know where the extra headline comes no. from. No. So these are the headlines today. I'll read them all out. We'll pick one and read it to you. And if you want to know about the others, go and read them yourself. Just Google them. It's dead good. That's what I do. So right, headline number one. Woman punches bear in the nose. Headline number two. Trucker sues over missing penis. Headline number three. Angler catches scuba diver. And headline number four. Cow gets head stuck in a ladder. (laughs) So what ones do we want to read about? I think Noble Jeff should choose. Noble Jeff, what's your say on the matter? Well, in my half-tipsy state, the one about the cow made me laugh, so right. we'll go for that one, shall we? So we are going to read about a cow getting its head stuck in a ladder. <laughs> it's going to be vintage. It's going to read the story to me, and I will be using this time well, to put it's actually, my... We've got to put this picture on the, on the website. It's absolutely brilliant. Well, what's it a picture of? Well, it's a cow with its head stuck in the ladder. <laughs> it does exactly what it says on the tin. So we're we actually going to put that on the website. Well, it's never going to happen, is it? No, we'll put it on the Facebook page. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can do that. We can yeah, we'll do, do that. that. Okay, yeah. Right, here we go. Cow gets head stuck in ladder. A cow had to be rescued from a tight squeeze in Scotland after it's got its head stuck in a ladder. Members of the public spotted the Belgian blue bullock in a field on the Troon to Barassi Road in Ayrshire. The Troon! The Troon! The Troon! The startled onlookers immediately called the Scottish SPCA to help the animal, reports the Daily Record. Inspector... Kerry Kirkpatrick contacted the farmer who owned the cow and helped return the bewildered beast to the herd unharmed. Inspector Kirkpatrick said, When the job came through, my first thought was, this is a wind-up. But I arrived at the field to find the cow looking confused. Why are you not doing this in a Scottish accent? I thought you were going Because I don't want to offend any of our Scottish (laughs) listeners. 
Come on. When, what? Do it in a Scottish accent. Oh. Okay. Inspector Kirkpatrick said, When the job came through, my first thought was this is a wind-up. But I arrived at the field to find the cow looking confused, but surprisingly calm, despite having his head wedged tightly in between the rungs of a ladder. The, fa- the farmer's... <laughs> yeah, she sounded like an old Scottish the, woman. The fa- <laughs> <laughs> this is doubtful. <laughs> the farmer's family... <laughs> The farmer's family rounded up the whole herd into a holding pen and we managed to gently pull the ladder off the cow's head. The farmer had no idea how the ladder ended up in his field as he only recently took on the lease for the land. It may have been used to patch up a hole in the fence or it could have been fallen off a passing van or lorry. Apologies to any of our Scottish listeners. I think next week you should get a story from that Wales. appalling. <laughs> and the week after, get one from Ireland. Just keep, keep him going, the accents. I thought the accent was good, but as Noble Jess said, you did sound like an old woman, Mrs. Doubtfire specifically. I'm used to doing Mrs. Doubtfire. I don't normally do just a random Scottish farmer. What does a random Scottish farmer sound like? Not like that. <laughs> I don't know. We've just painted a picture now. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But I think I think I think you got the idea. Yeah. The cow, cow had its head stuck in a ladder. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. You know. That's Obviously. Like, what a new story it's been, and what a show it's been. How have you had a good show, Mr. Swan? I've loved every minute of it. It's been a roller coaster. Yeah. So who have we upset in this show? The Scots, the gays, <laughs> uh, noble Canadians, Jeff, Canadians, alcoholics. <laughs> Brilliant, good work. I mean, on, that, on that point, it's time for us to wrap the show up. Uh, yeah, it's been brilliant. Episode 29 of Boys in the Basement. Uh, it's been myself, Mr. Parton, and Mr. Swan has been here as well. Hello. Noble Jeff has been here as well. Hello. How are you feeling now, Noble Jeff? I'm feeling okay, Mr. Parton. Is, bo- is Boys in the Basement a good hangover cure? It is, actually. I feel a lot better now than when I arrived. Okay, well, that's oh, good. That's nice, isn't it? But I've had a yeah. beer. We should, get, <laughs> we should get in touch with Alcoholics Anonymous. Perhaps we could strike up a deal. What, we just get loads of them down here? Well, we could go around and just do sort of motivational speeches. Oh, that would be good. In Scottish accents. <laughs> <laughs> if that would help them, I'd be prepared to, p- to prostitute myself to it for it. Yeah, no problem. Prostitute When yourself. I say that, I don't mean actually Well, whatever makes them happy. I don't think that would make them happy. Well, I don't know. Those people are very confused. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be up for anything. Right, and the reason I'm actually secretly trying to end the show quite quickly is because you may have noticed that there's no poem today. But this is a deliberate yes. thing. I've decided that my poems are so good, you know, you can't take them in if I do them every show. So the poems will be an occasional treat for you now, rather than every single show. We've got special occasions I'll do a poem. Do you think that's fair or do you think that just sounds like I'm being lazy? I think it's a bit of both. I, I think it's sad, I think it. it's the end of an era, but I, but it's not like it's the end of your poems. No, it just means that when a poem comes along, it'll be even more of a surprise. So you only, that... get, you only get round to doing a show once every six weeks now. No, oh, no, and no, 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 no. And then you're only going to do a poem once every few no, shows. So no. you do about two a year. We're right back on it now. We're every two weeks now on We're, the clock. That yeah. is, that's... Every two weeks a show's going to come every out. Every two weeks. And actually, we've already planned to record our next show a yep. week early so that when I'm in Morocco, that won't disrupt yep. things. I would stake Liam's reputation on the fact that we will do this every yeah. two weeks. He doesn't have a reputation, does he? Oh, look, says you, <laughs> says you, cowering in the corner there under a blanket. I'm very comfortable, thank you. Look, my personality is a very good thing, although it turns out that sometimes it's not, because <laughs> sometimes people get annoyed. But I have been a bit better lately. You have, and uh, you mostly have. because I've been seeing you guys less. Yeah, actually, yeah, and you have you have a calming calming influence in your life now. I do. I'm calm. I'm focused. Yeah, seem a lot more. Settled. Miss Battersea has a lot to answer for. Yeah, she's done well, and I'll tell you what though, everyone in my family's gone away at the moment, so I'm currently home alone, and that's a bit scary. That's worrying. Yeah, I've had to feed myself. All I ate yesterday was a tube of Pringles because that's all we had. <laughs> 
That's all we had <laughs> in the house. That can't all have been that was in the house. Well, no, there was stuff I didn't want to eat, like dog food. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, so I had a, two, oh, I had a tomato because I've been growing a tomato plant and it's finally paid dividends now because I can go and pick fresh tomatoes to go with my Pringles. <laughs> but I went shopping and I've now got... It's hard when I shop as a grown-up because all I really want to buy is cake and ice cream. Right, and what did you buy? Uh, ben and Jerry's. So ice cream and some Bakewell tarts and cake. And I did buy just because crumpets. you changed it two round doesn't mean that it makes it any but better. Yeah. So what a show it's been. Thank you very much for listening. This has been episode twenty nine of Boys in the Basement. If you want to find out more about us, it's www.boysinthebasementpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, which is facebook.com/slash Boys in the Basement UK. You can find us on Twitter, which is Bitbuck Podcast, and we're on YouTube as something else as well. Something Boys in the Basement related. Anything you want to have, Mister Swan? It's nice to be back, Liam. I think we're back in the saddle now. We can really push on. Yes, thank you and very much. And thank you to Noble Jeff for coming on in his beleaguered stuff. Yay! Thank Yay. you, Noble Jeff. Special guest star. We've all been, it's been good to have him here. Thank good, you. calming and noble influence. Yep. He's laying down, but he's still grasping onto the microphone stand like he's going to fall over. <laughs> he's not in a good way. He's not in a good way. But we will leave you in peace now, I think now, he's people. got something to say. Oh, has he? Well, whose round is it? Oh, <laughs> dear. Help us find the cure. <laughs> and on that bombshell, we've been the boys. This has been the basement. You've been the listener. Goodbye. Goodbye.